Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. I like that you're so ready, D-Love. Get down and dirty. All right. Forgiveness for my voice today. D-Love and I were at a six-day Tony Robbins event where we were tearing it up and screaming and yelling. And It's amazing. Either one of us can talk at all. It really. is quite amazing that we have any voices at all. Okay, so uh, today we're talking about sexual confidence, sexiness, and orgasm for women. You know, women are told that if we just have confidence, our lives will infinitely change for the better. But how do we attain this feminine confidence, that essence that allows us to be sexy, empowered, and simply the women that we are meant to be? Between the demands of juggling family, we know that one, D-Love, don't we? And work, we know that one too. Our preconceived notions about sexuality and sensuality and life transitions like marriage, motherhood. Oh, boy, I went through that one. It is difficult for many women to feel sexy. That's why Lori Bryant, my guest today, wrote her book, The Power of Wow. So, ladies, once you get that confidence, you're going to want to have some orgasms, right? There are lots of books giving advice about orgasms, and many women find themselves they're, they're relentless cheerleaders to be depressing in these books, not having the orgasms they want or thinking that they should have these orgasms, and then they feel defeated. You know, Cosmo Magazine is notorious for this one. Hey, ladies, you should have mind-blowing orgasms coming out your ears with hair pulling and all kinds of screaming and yelling. and Coming out your ears, that's different than female ejaculating, right? Well, I do know a woman who can ejaculate by someone putting their fingers in her ears. Yeah, but stuff doesn't come out of her ears, does it? I don't know, maybe. Maybe if you get crazy enough, stuff will come out of your ears. So we're also going to have Micaiah Hart on today. Her book, The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women, changes all that. Today I'll be picking these authors' brains so you can be a more confident and happily orgasmic woman. But first we have Lori Bryant joining us. She's the author of The Power of Wow. Hello, Lori. Uh Maybe she dropped. Maybe she's not there. I'm here. I was all excited. Oh, there she is. Yay. Hi. <laughs> we lost um, you for a second. I'm uh, sorry so, about that. That's okay. You had a big storm out there, huh? We did, and my phone lines are so crazy that every time there's a storm, they go down. And so my internet is down, my phone lines are down, so I'm on the old cell, and we're just keeping our fingers crossed that we're going to make it without getting dropped again. Okay, we're going to all feel sexy and confident and that our cell phones stay intact. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So you're a sexuality coach, coach a sensuality coach. Yeah. I can't talk today after this vocal thing. Um, and you help women to feel sexier and confident. Tell us what, how you do that. Okay, well, first of all, when people hear sensuality coach, they immediately go to sex, and we do a lot of work. Um, are my clients and me with sex, but really my quest is to get them back in touch with their true sensuality, living life through their five core senses. 
And once we get them in touch with that and really raise our happiness quotient, we really begin to use that information that we used to, we learned about their central preferences to build their confidence from a very true, authentic base. Mm. Because your sensual preferences really tell you a lot about who you are. And then we take that work and really begin to work on who you are at your core and build your confidence as, with the idea that being yourself can never be wrong and embracing what's fabulous already about you. Stop waiting for things to change like your cellulite cream to kick in or the buffs, you know, to miraculously grow or whatever and really begin to live and love and lush life just the way you are. And then we, that really, they find that confidence really um, tiptoes into the bedroom and they are able to amp up their whole sexual confidence and their sexual performance. And right, because if you feel of, good about yourself and you feel good about your body, you'll be in the absolutely. moment with your partner. And so much, you know, you know, so much um, great sex is about the head game and going into um, the bedroom feeling good about yourself. And some of the work we really do, um, too, is getting women out of the mindset that they are there to be the sexual providers. They are there to make their partner feel good, that that's their job. And we really do a lot of work on making women understand that being able to give pleasure is great. Being able to receive pleasure is a much harder thing than they actually have ever thought about. But when you learn how to receive pleasure, that has so much to do with your ability to really amp up your sex life into um, something that you really want it to be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an all-encompassing grow yourself, grow your confidence, grow your sexuality and sensuality, and really become the person that you want to be instead of the one that you're waiting to kind of um, miraculously appear. Mm-hmm. In all of this work, I imagine you find some things that are similarities as to what is blocking these women to uh, get to their sensual beings? Oh, absolutely. A lot of, almost, I would say almost at least 95%. Of the women that I coach, one of their big issues is getting rid of their good girl, bad girl mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, because we are all taught to be good girls. Uh, I don't know a woman yet who's been taught to be a bad, nasty girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and what's that funny is. enough, it's, that's sort of our secret fantasy. Um, and so, um, so much of it is trying to get them to change attitude. Change your attitude, change your sexitude, as I like to call it, and you will really change the way you see yourself. Um, so, yes, getting through that idea that good girls aren't supposed to desire sex, good girls aren't supposed to want it, and not supposed to ask for it, um, but somehow we're supposed to be these fantastic uh, lovers that are there to service and please um, you know, our partners at the drop of a hat, but the two ideas just don't. Um, coexist together comfortably. So a lot of what I do is getting women to change their idea of what good girl and bad girl are and uh, living really for what their own desires and understanding that, you know, your sexual preferences are in what you enjoy, what you want is as individual as your fingerprints. And so why fight it? <laughs> you had a question, D-Love? 
No, not a question. It's just being silly. I just was imagining a playground of little girls who are being trained to be nasty and bad. <laughs> It'd be a very different world. <laughs> uh, so what's the most important question that you receive, Lori? Well, um, I think one of it, the first and foremost every time is how do I, how, I want to like sex more. I want to be more comfortable, you know, um, living and enjoying my desires. But I find a lot of women have um, these secret desires that, you know what, aren't even that crazy. You know, mm-hmm. um, just wanting to be able to enjoy sex really fully and outright. And um, so that's the biggest question, how do I do that? And we really be, have to work on how they see themselves as sexual women. And we all get so caught up in the stereotypes the you know the icons that are supposed to be that are out there that everybody tells us that are sexy and most of the time they don't look like us they don't mm-hmm. live like us they don't think like us and so when those are um, what well, that's what's kind of being shoved down our throats so it, there's a lot of confusion and I so agree with you when I heard you talking about like Cosmo and this whole multi orgasmic and everybody's supposed to be a freak and and most of them will say well that's not me even though they have the desires to be freer. So I think women want to be freer, maybe not freakier, but freer. Mm-hmm. And in that freeness, they begin to they begin to find this curiosity and willingness to explore. So mm. um, free becomes, can become freaky, <laughs> but, you know, anything in the moment. What's your website, Lori? It's Stiletto, U-S-I-T-E-L. T-T-O-U uh, dot com. Stiletto-U.com to find out mm-hmm. more about Lori's work and her book, The Power of Wow. So, Lori, when we get back, um, I'd love to ask you just what are some of the ways that women, that you teach women to gain this confidence? Because they're listening and I know now they're going, okay, I want to be more sexually free. They're asking you that question. I want to get more in touch with my confidence about my body Maybe, you know, you could give us a couple tips when we get back on how we can do that. And let's talk a little bit about your book and um, what makes it a little bit more different um, than some of the other self-help books that are on the market. Um, So let's just start on. We have about a minute before we go to break. What's a tip you could give a woman to gain more sexual confidence? Well, the first thing I would say is stop living um, or stop trying to change yourself to fit an image and start um, defining yourself through a new image. So stop mm-hmm. trying to be Angie, uh, um, Angelina Jolie. Thank you. It's your name <laughs> come out of my mouth. You know, if that's who you think is so sexy or Jennifer Aniston or Scarlett Johansson or whoever you see that is sexy. And because when you try to compare yourself to other women, you always um, measure come up short. Mm-hmm. So start really looking at your own image and start defining it for yourself. And that's when your sensual preferences really begin to come in to play. Once you know what makes, gives you, brings you pleasure and what makes you feel good and happy through your five senses, you begin to see glimpses of your personality and who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. And then you can build on those things. And so there- instead of walking in a room apologizing for not you know, being having the best body in the room, you walk in because you know that your eyes are amazing or your other parts of you are amazing, and you walk with um, 
strength instead of working with your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So it's about finding what you have and then rocking those parts. Exactly. (laughs) All right. When we return, we'll have more Lori Bryant and Sex with Jaya. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and we're talking with Lauren Bryant, the author of The Power of Wow, A Guide to Unleashing the Confident, Sexy You. Um, I had, Lori, I had an opportunity this week to help a woman get in her sexiness and find her ecstasy on a stage in front of 1,800 people. It was pretty crazy. Wow. It was totally spontaneous. Did not know I was going to be doing that. But you know, the, the, the tip that I gave her was just to, with her hands, to feel her body. She was a she was a much different body type than I am, mm-hmm. and uh, it was amazing to watch her just with that little tip, you know, just taking her hand like across her face or down her neck, how she just really got in touch with ecstasy from her own body. 
Right. Um, and so I wondered what you thought about that as a tool to help women gain sexual confidence if they can get into the sensation as opposed to um, the look of their body. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Totally. And that's um, another reason why, again, your five senses and being in touch with your five senses is so important. Touch being, you know, one of the most major. And it's really amazing how many women don't touch themselves mm-hmm. and don't really um, enjoy, really enjoy the sense of touch. We are a hurry of society and we do everything in, in a hurry. And mm-hmm. if you slow down to eat, to um, enjoy what's around you, and to have sex too. Because we say and think that great passion means hurry, flurry, energy, bang, bang, you know, wow, just mm-hmm. out of control. When it actually we are, um, instead of savoring our life, including our sex life, we are um, kind of hurrying through it, um, mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, great energy, speed um, is something that um, sometimes it's great, but more times than not we're missing out on a whole sensational world of senses. And, um, yes, touch is one um, thing, again, that we're tied to and taught not to touch our bodies because right. it's bad. Masturbation is bad. Self-exploration is bad. Um, but then we're expected to know how to have want somebody to touch us or be able to teach somebody to touch us. So all the messages we get are totally um, disconnected to our supposed purpose as sexual providers and sexual beings. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. <laughs> yeah, it's just a craziness out there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and so then women want to know why I don't feel that way, why I don't feel connected to my body, why do I don't feel beautiful, why I don't feel sexy, because we're constantly being told that everything about us is wrong. Right. So I would definitely say, you know what, if you want a role model to look at in terms of who's what's sexy, forget all the Hollywood stars and airbrushed celebrities, go to Mother Nature because mm. she's really the bad bitch. <laughs> you know, she's <laughs> the one that understands the perfection of imperfection and there's nothing in nature that is perfect. Mm. And everything from a snowflake to a rosebud is individual and different from the next. And so if you recognize that there's such beauty in the natural state, that the, the, um, what you have, it's great. It's wonderful. It's how you think about it and how you work it. It's going to make the difference in, in your life and your sex life. So tell me about your book. What is it about your book that makes it so different from all the other self-help books on the market out there? Well, I think that um, in two two things, really. One, that it is not about becoming a sex bomb, a sex kitten, a goddess, a diva, you know. Uh, it's none of that stuff. What I'm really trying to help women do is to become themselves. Mm. And so it really is a confidence-building primer. And there are exercises all through it. There are lessons, little lectures, there are um, other students that have gone through Stiletto You and their journeys and their examples and their advice and their aha moments to share that really teach women how to get down to the core of who they are and um, take that information, mine it, and then use it to build a confidence and be the best them 
not the best sexy, you know, sex kitten, whatever. And to understand that individuality is sexy. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think what also makes it different um, is, A, it is built on the foundation of your five senses. So immediately within the first week or so of working this book, you find your happiness quotient rising. And when you're happier, you are more in the moment, you are um, more um, willing to look at yourself, to um, shift attitudes, and to do work that has to be done. So immediately you're going to feel happier about yourself. And then through the work that's done, you recognize, I'm trying to teach you not to be sexy for anybody except for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's your brand of sexy. It's how to build your brand of sexy and how to use that and translate that to the different areas of your life, whether it's social, professional, or in the bedroom. Your website is stilettou.com. The book is The Power of Wow, A Guide to Unleashing Confident, Sexy You. Um, anything in parting that you'd like to offer the women? You, I, I have a question that would be just personal that I want to know about, sure. which is do you have different types of cores? Like um, some people talk about having a feminine core, or is it like are there archetypes? What would be a core that a woman might find when she starts d- going through this work? You know what? I No, I don't really have any kind of point to you're this kind of person, you're that kind of person. The only thing that's close to that in the power of wow is I really look at your secret sauce of your personality. And so there are different charismas that I've kind of identified. Mm. And so how to use the power that you already have of your personality to help you, um, you know, that's part of your wow factor. Um, so... Every woman has their own brand of sexy. Every woman um, has their own sense of what's sexy and how sexual they are. And so there's no branding and saying, okay, you're type A, type B, you're this kind, you're that kind. You're just really finding what pleasures you outside of the bedroom and that, using that to build confidence and your happiness and then taking that inside the bedroom and not being worried about your body in, in this, in during sex, and not being worried about am I doing this right? Am I doing that wrong? It's really about being natural and beautiful, and you based on your own natural, beautiful, and highly unique um, qualities. Hmm, sounds good. I love that. Anything we can do to teach women to be in their bodies, to be confident in their bodies. To feel sexy and alive, I think feeling sexy makes me feel alive. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's just part of and life. It is sexuality and our creative and our sexual energy, it's such a gift that we throw away because we're told it's bad to feel that way. We're mm-hmm. told that if I'm married, I'm not supposed to feel sexy around anybody else. I'm not supposed to exude that. And so we throw that away and we throw a huge part of our joy of life way when we throw away our sexual energy and our sensuality because we tend to tie our sensuality only to sex and our sensuality is something we pull out of our trick bag when we want to be sexy mm. but it's instead really of something we just live with exactly it's the core of making life interact uh, interactive it's what you come makes across... life i'm sorry sorry i was just going to ask another question um yeah. Do you come across a lot of uh, religious beliefs or people's sense of right and wrong that's interrupting their ability to be fully their oh, sexual selves? Ab- ab- 
Absolutely, absolutely. And another tip I always give women is, you know what? You should live be scandalous. Be scandalous as much as you can and understand that being scandalous only means stepping outside the predetermined borders that somebody has set up for you. And so often in that, it's the religious or the three Ps, as I call them, the parents, the preachers, and then the public who has their opinions of who you're supposed to be. And so when you kind of have that secret life, and it doesn't have to be anything and it shouldn't be anything that goes against your own moral code, but anytime there's something that you want to do, whether it's sexual or slightly out of your comfort zone, you have to look at it and say, "Do I? is this making me uncomfortable because this is who I am or because somebody told me I'm supposed to feel that way? And I think right. when you begin to investigate those thoughts and feelings, you understand that so much of it is not based on your own truth and your own moral code, but everything that we've been taught as a good girl that we're supposed to not do. And we're really tied to words and values that we don't go through our life and really look at and investigate based on who we are and the way we live our life. We just take them as, you know what, this is how it's supposed to be because somebody told me this. This is what Mm -hmm. the reverend said. This is what my mother said. Mm -hmm. And even though it may not fit the way we really live and want to live our life, so, yes, religion and moral codes can be quite destructive in the sense of people living through their true selves and their their own truths and individual um, needs and wants. And I, I tend to be spiritual more than religious and go by the code of do no harm, find joy, and love. And if you kind of go through those three things, it's really hard to screw people over. Including, <laughs> yeah. What do you say to new moms out there? I know that there's a whole thing of like, oh, I'm a mom now. I can't be sexual. And even guys who come to me in my practice and they're like, well, as soon as my wife became a mom, I I just couldn't see her sexy anymore. We only have them one minute before break, but uh, could you very quickly sure. address that? You know what? We, um, we are taught to be certain women at certain times. We are taught to play roles. Society teaches us how to be good at what we do, whatever role it is, but nobody teaches us how to be good at who we are. Mm. And mothers fall victim to that so much because one thing that happens is that your body totally changes and you cease to be a sexual, you know, your body ceases to be what it was to create that baby, to attract that, you know, partner and all that. Um, Then the demands of child rearing and all that kind of stuff. And so it all gets convoluted together and you lose your identity. And that's the problem. When you grow up playing a role all your life, when things happen in life, which always do, they they throw, you know, that role changes, and then you don't know who you are. And mm-hmm. one of the things I really try to do in The Power of Wow is help you find who you are throughout and understand that you can't be tied to a body image, whether you're a 20-year-old, whether you're now you're a mom at 30, whether you're a 40-year-old, whether you're 50 or 60. Your body mm-hmm. will always change. But it's your attitude and your sexitude that are going to get you through all those times. Um, so, yes, all major life issues really screw with our sexuality and who we are um, just in terms of sexual beings. And so it really awesome. is about, you know... We're talking to Lori Bryant, the author of The Power of Wow, A Guide to Unleashing the Confident, Sexy You. You can find out more about her at stilettoyou.com. When we return, hopefully we'll have Micaiah on. She is the author of The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women. More Sex with Jaya when we come back.
news, opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. This Christmas, stuff your lover's stocking with the only lubricant that's 95% organic aloe vera. Aloe Cadabra, check out why they're my favorite lubricant at alocadabra.com and enter coupon code JAYA for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. We're back and we have our guest, Micaiah Hart. She's the author of The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women. Micaiah, hello. Hello, Jaya. It's <laughs> I love very you nice hearing your voice. Show. Thanks for having me. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I can good. hear you. your voice. I was just commenting on your voice. It just sounds so silky. Silky. <laughs> it's, it's very sexy. Um, so, so I want to dive right into our questions and get as much information out there for my listeners. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to a woman who wants to improve her sexual relationships? You know, one of the first things I would say to her is um, she has to get in touch with what she wants and what she needs. The biggest problem that many women have when they're in bed with someone is that they focus on the other person. And, um, you know, a lot of women have said to me they can have an orgasm by themselves but not with their partner. And Mm -hmm. what's that about? Well, it's because when they're with somebody else, they're focused on somebody else. And Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, when you have an orgasm, it's your orgasm. It's your body. It's your body that lets go into that incredible experience. And so you have to be focused on you. You have to be absolutely with yourself. 
and so you have to get to know yourself. You have to make friends with yourself and with your body and be willing to be absolutely present with your body, even when somebody else is present. Mm-hmm. And part of doing that is learning not to be focused on a particular goal, whether it's orgasm or intercourse or anything else, and not to be focused on trying to get it right because there is no right. There is no right and wrong. It's, um, it's what works for you. And that's mm-hmm. back again to you have to get to know yourself. You absolutely have to get to know what works for you. So Amen. I encourage women to spend time with themselves. That, that ties in perfectly to our previous guest because she was t- saying the, almost the exact same thing and, and yeah. you know, helping them feel confident and more sexy, but also mm-hmm. just, you know, that, that during sex we're often focused on our partner. And yeah. there can be times yeah. for that, but I think that it's also yeah. good to have times where you're exploring f- with yourself. And so you're ahead. really, yeah. you're really getting into uh, advocating for self-pleasure and uh, that mm-hmm. kind of uh, just being with oneself. Are there specific exercises or ways, especially for women who might be uncomfortable going there, that you mm-hmm. recommend they start? Well, I have a little cheat sheet I give out when I do workshops where um, I have, I think it's 10 tips. I don't have the sheet with me, but it basically says you've got to schedule time with yourself when you know you won't be interrupted and just get into bed with yourself and play around with your body. Get to know your body. Make friends with your body. And above all, really, practice learning to listen to what your body's telling you. What does your body want? What is it like? And you have to learn to trust your body. And really, you, um, you have to spend time with yourself to do that. So, and you know, by all means, you know, use vibrators or, or any other kinds of toys, but um, also just use your hands and explore all the different parts of your body, you know. Um, it's, so it's, it's really about exploring, it sounds like. It's about exploring, yeah. He loves exploring really his body right now, oh <laughs> uh, so what advice would you give to men who want to pleasure women? Well, the major, the, the major problem that you tend to have there is that they want to give a woman an orgasm. And you can't, you know, it's not your orgasm to give it away. It's her orgasm. So you have to be able to listen to her and encourage her to say what she needs. And, you know, the vast majority of women don't come during intercourse, and an awful lot of women don't come without a vibrator. So Mm -hmm. the first thing you want to do is make sure that she knows that you're open to her using a vibrator Mm -hmm. and that that you're willing to do sex the way she wants it, not the way that you think it ought to be done. Or And certainly, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right in saying there's a time in, in every sexual exchange when you're there for your partner and there's time when you've got to be there for yourself. It's a constant cycle if you like. And men have to be willing to be really be there for their partners. And, um, and I think it's confusing for men. I think that they think that they're giving. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. I, heard, I read somewhere that tweaking her nipples is the best thing to yeah. do at this point. And then yeah. his partner hates her nipples being tweaked but she doesn't say exactly. anything. So no one's communicating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and women do change um, really in what they enjoy in, in a particular sexual, you know, 
in, in any particular sexual exchange, as they become more aroused, they really like different things. So it's not even just a matter of different women. It's also different stages of arousal. And you have to, you know, I think it really one of the key things here is you have to be able to listen to the other person and not just listen to what she's saying, but listen in terms of listen to what her body is saying and what she's responding to and verbally checking in on a regular basis too mm-hmm. so you know that you're not misreading it you know? right. we, we, love, we love especially we've sort of forgotten this because we have a two and a half year old child but we, we sorry we really love to use sound as an indicator of like what yeah. where your pleasure spots are so you don't get caught in that cerebral cortex of like logic mm-hmm. oh move to the right by a so quarter of right. an inch rub faster <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hart is Micaiah's website. I just want to say the name of your book again. It's The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women, org, And Micaiah is spelled M-I-K-A-Y-A, correct? Yes, you got it. Yes, okay. Micaiah and Jaya. I just like that we rhyme. Uh, great so why do you think that so many women don't orgasm so easily because you said you know most women don't orgasm through intercourse and i agree with that most women i see do not orgasm through intercourse why do you think we have so much trouble well you know i think really you have to go back to our childhoods i mean from the first moment when we're potty trained we learn not to trust our bodies we learn that but in order to be adult, we've got to control our bodies. Well, if you want to have an orgasm, you have to trust your body and you have to let go of all rational brain control and let your body do what it wants to, to do and not try to stop it. But, you know, there's such a strong, especially for women, there's such a strong and, um, you know, almost the point of a subconscious influence uh, um, teaching us that we've got to control our bodies. So once again, you get back to you've got to make friends with yourself, you've got to make friends with your body, and you've got to trust that your body knows what it wants, and it's, it, it's smart. You know, bodies are smart, and, and bodies want to have orgasms, you know. <laughs> they want to go there. But, yes, they um, do. It increases They do. They, you know, an, um, an, an orgasmic body is a happy body. Mm. Um, and, you know, bodies are just like, beings they want to be appreciated they they want to please they they want to do what you know their owner wants them to do but they also they sometimes and when it comes to sex pretty much all the time they actually know better than the rational brain body inhabitant knows (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I yeah. Uh, I often say I don't teach how people how to have better sex. I teach them how to be more alive. And, be more uh, alive, absolutely. To be and more I, alive and present in the now. Yeah. But you know, and in terms of um, being more alive, being more alive is really about allowing energy to flow through you because energy is life force. Mm-hmm. And when we throw, allow it to flow through us, we're fully alive. And orgasm is the ultimate experience of energy moving through us. It's I like that. the ultimate experience. <laughs> yeah. I and like so that a lot. Orgasm is the ultimate experience of energy moving through us. I just have to say it again because yes. that was good. You say it as often as you like. <laughs> 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 but, but yes, and it's, you know, we're taught to control our emotions and to, you know, be controlled and rational and adult. And um, that's not the most alive way in the world of being alive. It's not, you know, it's not always, it it doesn't promote good health and aliveness to be controlled all the time. 
So you have to be willing to let those flows of energy, let uh, you know, get used to the sensation of them building and enjoy it and just be with it and allow it. I mean, you can't force the flow of energy. It has to be allowed, and that's the right word. That's yeah, really think, the right uh, word there. One of the things that uh, I ex- had experienced in my own sexual growth is this thing of, uh, especially when it comes to being with a partner in the same room, having sex, that the act of being sexual with somebody, if you're really going to go out there, is uh, kind of the ultimate vulnerability. I'm wondering if, yeah. uh, you know, that transition stage where one person starts to bring their sexuality that they're newly discovering into the room with their partner, mm-hmm. do you have any ideas on, thoughts on how they can best uh, make that transition smooth and still you know, become more comfortable? You know, it does depend so much on their relationship with their partner, but everything um, everything I was saying about making friends with yourself really applies. I mean, if you're if you've learned, if you've, when you're on your own, made friends with your body and allowed your body to take over and allowed the energy to flow, then um, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to do that when you're with someone else. But it, it is difficult, you know. I mean, I was just talking with someone the other day who said that um, she used to have orgasms when, from when she was pretty young and... Um, it was a very intense experience. She actually described it as a spiritual experience. Well, then she started having sexual relationships with other people, and she it stopped being a spiritual experience altogether. And it was just more, it was, you know, she did still have orgasms, but they were more about work. It was more of a, a sort of a relief when she had them because they were, they started being elusive. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we, you know, in, in our relationships with other people, we imbibe the idea that there's a right way of doing and a right way of being. And that isn't true. I mean, it's true for the individual. For every individual, there's a right way of being who they are. But there's no standard right way of being. and There's nobody else to tell us how to do it. We have to learn how it is right for us to be who we are and how, how to allow ourselves to be fully who we are and step into our personal power. I mean, that's the thing about sex. Really, when you do allow sexual energy to flow through you, it is tremendously empowering. And, but we're mm. afraid of that word power, you know? Mm-hmm. And Especially in regards to our sexuality, you know, erotic power, yeah. sexual power, that uh, right. that gets very scary. You put the two words together, and yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you know, we're in danger of, of being called sluts or worse. right. Uh, oh, yeah. it's fun to be called a slut. <laughs> <laughs> if you own yeah, it, if you own it. When we return, we'll have more from Micaiah Hart. She's the author of The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women, MicaiahHart.org. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to SexIsYou.com for more about Jaya. More Sex with Jaya will be returned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. 
Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now, back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with Micaiah Hart. She's the author of The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women. Speaking of orgasm for women, you may want to check out my my DVD. I was going to say my series. I haven't finished all the series. I only have one of it out. called uh, Tantric Massage and Beyond. It's the art of female self-pleasuring. And you can find that at redhottouch.com. I have a number of award-winning videos and series on there. One on erotic massage. And, you know, Christmas is coming up. So, guys, if you're listening, this might be a little perfect little gift. Get get uh, Micaiah and Lori's books, The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women. You know, do a little orgasm pack for her. Listen, I'm coming up with a whole, like, little <laughs> their shopping list for Christmas. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, she'll have the videos and the books, and we'll get her sexually empowered. I think all guys like to have sexually empowered women in their lives, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, no, actually. You, maybe not. Maybe there's some who don't, want, who don't want some. Pretty scared of it. Yeah. All yeah, right. So, yeah. Go ahead, Makaya. You were going to say uh, you, you I, think, I think there may be some men scared of it who are very scared of sexually empowered women. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Unfortunately, it's yeah. Um, that's regrettably true. That that'll be your next book, <laughs> the ultimate well, guide yeah. to uh, helping men be okay with their erotically empowered women. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now that we've yes. empowered all the women in the world. 
All right. Mm-hmm. So I had a question um, about just letting go, the art of allowing, because I think so many mm-hmm. women, I get letters just saying, you know, I get all the way up to like the orgasm is about to come and yeah. I just can't let go. What would you advise mm-hmm. would you give them? Well, it's very, very important that you don't try. When you're trying, you're trying to force something that cannot be forced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying is the opposite of allowing. So the real key thing I think there is don't have the goal of going over. Um, don't have any goal. Just enjoy the experience. Enjoy the journey. And if you do go over the top, that's great. And if you don't, that's great. And just get used to the sensation of energy building and learn to feel comfortable with the energy in your body. And, you know, if sometimes if you don't actually have an orgasm, you may need to let go in some other way. And for some women, that can be crying and sometimes it could be... Um, you know, can be screaming or something like that. Sometimes it's an emotional outlet um, that needs to happen before this real physical release can happen. So it's it's really is the key is about not having a specific goal. Um, let what happen happens, and if it doesn't release, then allow that to be the way it is too. Okay. And, you know, go for a run or something instead. Um, but just. Learn to be comfortable with it and don't, there's no final goal, there's no final thing. Um, I know when I was, I had trouble learning to have orgasms when I was in my 20s and women kept telling me, you'll know when you have an orgasm, because of course you don't know when you've had an orgasm until you've had one. So I wasn't sure if I had them, so I was asking, how do you know when you've had an orgasm? And women would say, um, well, you won't want any more. You'll want to stop. Well, that's absolutely untrue because some women seem to be naturally multi-orgasmic and they don't feel right. ready to stop until they've had three or right. four or more. <laughs> or a hundred. <laughs> or a hundred, yes. I yeah, don't know any women who quite go that far, but yeah. You haven't yeah. met Jaya. <laughs> so, do you love you had a question. Well, you know, it goes in line with this letting go thing when you get to the stage of really... Uh, feeling your body and all of a sudden you're orgasming, there's all sorts of potential unexpected things that can come along with that, like yes. you know, the screaming and crying yes. talk. And ejaculation. And female ejaculation. Um, female ejaculation, does, yeah. Yeah, so that is another <laughs> level of exposure, like, uh-oh, what, oh, what just came out of me, whether it's emotion or actual juicy body stuff flying out of me. Yeah. Uh, do mm-hmm. you have a... To integrate that? You know, I, well, I do think, I really do want to talk about ejaculation, but, you know, I do think one thing is, you know, women need to be willing to let it be messy. It's going to be messy, you know, you're going to sweat and make strange sounds and your body's going to do strange things, and you know what? That's good because it means you're aroused and you're enjoying yourself and you're letting your body do what it needs to do. So that's great, and you've got to allow it. But I do want to talk about ejaculation a little because I. In the research I did for my book, when I was talking to women who ejaculate, um, a number of them said that they were really paranoid about allowing themselves to ejaculate. I mean, some women ejaculate without realizing it. But um, some women definitely, once they've realized that they're flooding the bed with fluid and nobody's told them that women do this kind of thing, then they're afraid that they're peeing or they're afraid their partner will be freaked out. And so they... They put a lid on it. And, you know, I really want to encourage women not to do that. You know, ejaculation is very common. There's some uh, human sexuality student who actually collected 
um, some female ejaculate and did a chemical study on it, and apparently it's the same as male ejaculate without the sperm, without the semen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's perfectly normal. Um, Just you have to learn just to let it happen. But I do think it is particularly difficult with ejaculate because it does quite often, it's this... The sensation before you ejaculate is a little similar to the sensation of peeing. And so, you know, women put a stop to it. And the truth is, it doesn't matter if you are peeing. You know, it's really okay. You've got to just let it happen and play with it. And and um, it, ejaculation is not always synonymous with orgasm for different women. But for some women, it is. And if they put a lid on their ejaculation, then they're not going to be able to feel free to have orgasm. But even if it is, even if it's not synonymous with orgasm for you, it's another experience of, it's another sexual experience. It's another experience of arousal. It's another experience of a peak. So allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. So tears, sweat, blood, pee, yep. ejaculate, it's all good. It's all good. It's the way it's meant to be. It's what bodies do, and bodies are wonderful things. What comes to mind for me is making space for all of this messy stuff. It's like maybe you have some intellectual concern that you're going to get your sheets dirty or uh, make a mess in the bedroom. Well, just make a nest for yourself of like, here, I don't care if this stuff gets messed up. I'm just going to go crazy. I'm going to go out there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you, Micaiah, so much for being on the show. Micaiah Hart, author of The Ultimate Guide to Orgasm for Women. The website is micaiahhart.org. How do you spell that, Micaiah? Micaiah, M-I-K-A-Y-A. And you can visit my site at sexisyou.com for more great information like you've heard on this show and some archives of this show as well. I need to update those archives. I think I'll do that this week. Make sure we're up to date and have all the shows on on the site. I have so enjoyed the show today. Thank you again to Micaiah Hart and also to Lori Bryant. Yes, thank you. I always want to say thank you publicly. It's great. Yes. It's a great thing you're doing, this show. Mm. It is my goal to uh, spread the word throughout the world about happily orgasmic, empowered, ecstatic, you know, just unleashing sexual ecstasy throughout the world. Releasing sexual shame. Yes. That's a great thing. Yes, thank Very you good. so much. Thank we're you. we're on the same mission. I've enjoyed yes. sex with Jaya. Have you? Yeah. I've enjoyed sex with Jaya. Yes, I have certainly. Good. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.